And here is that annoying preamble before you get 30 minutes of a, what, two-hour episode uh, that you can only get over at wethefifth.substack.com. So go subscribe. You do get 30 minutes, but you just have to listen to this. I apologize for this. But go over and subscribe. You have the whole thing. And I think like almost 200 other episodes, like all sorts of different stuff over there. So go pay us and uh, we do more things when uh, you pay us. <laughs> you see how that works? And uh, this one, it's like we're like pulling you out of the restaurant after the first course of the meal because um, it goes from quite stupid to uh, quite interesting. And uh, you're not going to get all of it here. You do actually get the outro music, which a lot of people, I think they subscribe just to listen to the amazing selections of the outro music. Uh, this one from the proto-punk band, The Sonics, which shockingly the song was recorded in 1965. But anyway, this is your free sample. There's more where that came from. Just going to cost you. What? It's not. Come on. But, but I think that's fine. You get paid for your work. We know of new method. Marla. I was, I was watching the Jeffersons. Um, uh-huh. It's all on Amazon. And I fucking love the Jeffersons so much. To be clear, you're hungover as hungover as I've seen you in at least a week. Very hungover, yeah. Uh, <laughs> very hungover, yeah. And so, like, the way to deal with your hangover is to watch the Jeffersons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. By the way, um, the woman, what's her name, who plays Wheezy? She's an awful actress. <laughs> she's, like, really just a bad actress. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She's great. I like her, but she's like, and uh, Sherman Helmsley is like an underrated comic actor. Like, oh, he's, he's fantastic. So funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Lenny Kravitz's mom, yeah. Roxy Roker, right? Is that her name? Roxy Roker, something like that? Like Al Roker? Yeah, Roxy. I think it's Roxy Roker. But anyway, it's uh, it was a very funny show. A lot of end bombs. It is Roxy Roker. Is yeah. it Roxy Roker? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. sure is. I think it's because it's close to Al Roker. Is that her real name? Roxy Roker? It's a fantastic name. Yeah, it's a great name. It can't be her it's real like name. Rex, Better name than Rex Lenny. Well. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. Hello. I don't know, man. Underrated. <laughs> no, but like you like know an absolute him. sex symbol who looks fucking yeah, great. Of to course. This like, day, you, but you know him. Lenny Kravitz. No, like if you didn't know him and you'd never heard of him, he sounds like a fucking accountant. Yeah. Yeah, hi, I'm Leonard Kravitz. I'm doing good taxes. <laughs> and now you're like, oh, that, you mean the guy with the nose ring has the hot daughter? He has a hot daughter, by the way. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't going to be a surprise. Yeah, but like it's from Lisa Bonet. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember Lisa yeah. Bonet went, uh, made Bill Cosby really mad? Because she went and did that uh, uh, sexy movie. Um, there was oh, the, yeah. The I do remember Angel that. Heart. Angel Heart. That's right. Angel Heart. Yeah. So some of us a certain uh, age uh, remember Angel Heart very specifically. Yes. Yes. You wore that tape out, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Lenny Kravitz man. is not 5'9". Why, why is Google telling me that Lenny Kravitz is 5'9"? Why wouldn't it be? Lenny? He's not five. I've met Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz is not five nine. Met Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. Like son of a- he, he was, was wearing si- boots. He was sitting next was to me on the court <laughs> side. No, at no. A, it was at a, a conference. It was, a, it was a, at a photo gallery of some sort. I don't remember exactly what the context was. It was in LA. It was something for Tracy, actually. Um, and Lenny yeah, came? He's not five nine. Yeah. Did you ever see that amazing meme of him with the huge scarf? Yes. <laughs> it's, my favorite, it's my favorite meme. It's of actually time. a normal size scarf. That's what people don't know. Yeah. It's well, it's a normal scarf. It's really hard. a very to, small man. No, it's also really hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to figure out which ones are the meme because people just kept on making the scarf in the photo yeah. bigger. Yeah. And it's like, but the original one is really big. It's also Look like it totally on trend um, as of like six months ago. That was exactly what Balenciaga he's a tra- he's was a doing. Trailblazer. Yeah. He's a trailblazer. He was. Uh, um, 
Letting love but yeah, I don't know what's going on. I just got yeah, back yeah. in a manner of speaking. I landed on Friday afternoon. Yesterday, we had a birthday party for Cohen, which included uh, Happy a birthday. animal petting zoo situation that Tracy set up. So yeah. she spent like $600 to have an alpaca, two mini horses, a mini cow, what? and two goats, and some he, other animal. He's still a horns. worm. He doesn't know. What he doesn't knows. know what's going on. It wasn't really for him. You can put like um, a like a helmet on a dog and you'd be like, "That's a man." Yeah, what is that? What he does with all animals, like any animal he sees that's not a person, he he growls. So yeah. <laughs> he sees the alpaca. He goes, "I don't foresee any problems in his life." How are you channeling? He's like, dude, that that's not the sound it makes. But I think what he might be doing is he's Same. a predator. Yeah, he's a, he's fuck a predator. Get the food. And these, this is food. Yeah, this is food. I could kill, cook, and eat this. It reminds. So, it's, it's like that Tracy Morgan sketch when he's the on SNL when he has the uh, Ryan Fellows. Ryan Fellows, and he's like, "Go <laughs> away, you nasty goat!" <laughs> <laughs> I almost choked about water. That's amazing. I'm brave fellows. Yeah, Dude, yeah. That was one of the funniest that bits on SNL. It's that kind goat of is evil. <laughs> it's kind of the only That's weird. Yes, yeah, weird. <laughs> he was not funny on SNL. No, that was funny. But that was that funny. Was fucking funny. That yeah. was very funny. I don't think he could do it anymore. But like from like five, ten years ago, and for some reason, it kept on being served up to me on uh, on YouTube. Uh, Alec Baldwin, who is the funniest man mm. in Hollywood, who isn't a com- comedian, yeah. like you can hate him in any way. I thought you were going to say funny. something about like murder. Well, he's but. the funniest murderer too. Cause, cause now, now that Robert Blake is dead, <laughs> he's the actual, he's the funniest murderer in America. He's, he's the funniest murderer now that Robert Blake has left us. Oh, but he does an incredible Tracy Morgan impression. And I'm like, oh. it's just doing black sand, but it's like, you, I don't think you could do that now. But they, and I realized that. I mean, he's a convicted oh, murderer. Yeah, exactly. So what else does he have to lose? Convicted I mean, his wife does a hilarious, uh, yeah. uh, Mexican accent. Yeah, I know. She's like she's from she's from literally like two towns away from me. I'm like, I cannot believe what's happening to you. And you're shooting people. Don't do that. And I'm like, are you like Al Pacino doing a Cuban accent? Oh my gosh. Pero pasta pateras. Hey, I'll comi- defend her. I'll defend her. Yeah, she's she's yeah. she has a lot of babies. Yeah. yeah, she's had so many babies. They have like eight kids, right? Must be very Josh Mandel. I mean, the. Fr- <laughs> I wonder if she knows the definition of woke. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. but I tell you what, though. I mean, like when you have one kid and it's called Ireland and it's kind of a disaster, you're like, right, I'll just try again, like 30 years later, and have like seven kids. Is that what happened? Yeah, he's a girl. His daughter's name Ireland. Which is like really bad name. Nineties name. It's a very nineties name. <laughs> She's a bit sloppy. She's a bit. I always think it's the one married to Justin Bieber, and I'm like, no, that's the one that's Billy Baldwin. Is it Billy or the other one? One of the weird Baldwin. Wait, Justin Bieber's married to one of Alec Baldwin's kids? No, the other Baldwin. Steven. He's married to Haley Barber, isn't that Haley the- Barber? No, Haley this, Barber. This is- isn't Haley Barber a football player? I don't know. Uh, Halle Berry, who by the way, Halle Berry. Yeah. I love this. Yeah, I love what great. We're doing here. Did she hear the Oscars? I mean, Holy she always cow. Yeah. Yeah. Ageless wonder. Yeah. yeah, her and Salma Hayek still. The only person oh who gosh, hated yeah. the fucking Oscars was David Justice. 
<laughs> he was looking like, oh man, I let that get away. I thought I was going to be playing pro ball forever. Yeah, no. uh, um, yeah. Remember David Judd? People forgot about him. That's a pretty yeah. uh, decent, decent player. Decent player at the time. We played for the Indians, right? I actually Braves. only know that he was. Braves. Braves. Sorry, I knew it was oh, a racist oh, team. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two, two, played two You would have watched last night, uh, Moynihan, and and uh, hopefully some of our listeners will uh, will fill in the blanks. Uh, the World Baseball Classic, which has been super awesome last night. The U.S. beat Venezuela in a come-from-behind game elimination. Communism but loses again. Socialism, <laughs> right? Uh, loses again. But the Venezuelan audience, right, in Miami, so it was the majority, uh, they did something like the tomahawk chop. They were oh. going straight overhand like this yeah. and chanting something. And because the announcers were fucking terrible, like the worst announcers I've ever seen, John Smoltz being one of them. Um, Hilaria Baldwin was the other. Hilaria Baldwin. <laughs> what they doing? Um, yeah, I love the I love the team from Venezuela. I'm from Boston. They never explained it, so I want to know the Venezuelan tomahawk chop. Does it have anything to do with I don't know Ozzy Guillen uh, and and socialism or whatever? What is it? Chopping from? off the heads of the rich. Like, Actually, no. This in Venezuela <laughs> nationalized the oil industry. Yeah, well, no. It's in Miami. <laughs> then everyone is like, "Fuck this!" But they're rooting for Venezuela. So, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a hard one, right? It's like, and they're playing Cuba tonight in Miami. Venezuelans are no. America is playing oh, 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 Cuba oh, yeah, in yeah, Miami yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah. Holy oh, crap! Man. Yeah. What's mean, your loyalty there? Well, we have to win it? that game. Yeah, we have to, but we might not. Yeah, Cuba's really? Good. Seriously? We're starting a forty-one-year-old pitcher. Yeah. Why? Why are we doing yeah. that? We didn't get any good pitchers. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, oh, you know okay. who's starting a shortstop tonight? Hilaria Baldwin. Did you want to do me? Yeah. I'm going to play the Cubans, okay? Alec, the paparazzi's out here, okay? Just keep bringing it back there. Yeah. Whatever else happens today, just keep okay. bringing it back Hilaria there. Baldwin uh, for president. Yeah. Uh, Megan Kelly was asking a lot about you, but oh, what, yeah. what's weird, she didn't ask about him in the in the follow-up text that she sent me and you, right? No. <laughs> she actually didn't. That's, his no, name, his name didn't come out in the follow-up let me, let me personal see. text to, let to me you see if she Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. see if she mentions <laughs> Wow. Text. Okay. All right. Um, I see how it is. Let me see. <laughs> hey, uh, MK. Okay. Yeah. Right, she's, uh, she's bitter. Yeah. She's yeah. bitter. Yeah. I can't always be there. Yeah. I mean, I I have to work sometimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's really weird. I just looking at she sent two texts. She didn't mention Camille. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. You weren't there and we got some texts. Huh. I wonder how that's that happened. not yeah. you, usually doesn't happen. <laughs> no, that way. Usually happen. no. That's yeah. the first time that's yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. What was different about that show? Uh, that show, <laughs> two things were different. One is that Camille wasn't there, and yeah. two, yeah. Uh, Michael talked about uh, looking for the clitoris. Yeah, we did. Wow. <laughs> that is completely inappropriate. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I wasn't there then. Yeah. Because that I don't stand for that sort of thing. I, well, I said, can someone help me find it? And then <laughs> who knows what's going to happen? We don't know. Oh, my God. I'm not talking about the host. I'm talking about I, listeners. I, Maybe they'll come. I, I, I don't know. We, we know because she's happily married. Yeah. Obviously. So, yeah. And by the way, I got to say, um, and Megan, who's a very, very um, lovely person. And, and you know what? Uh, a very, I have to say, very good wife because she mentions her husband. I know her husband's name. Yeah, yeah, Doug. Doug. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I yeah. don't even know at this point who Camille's married to. I don't yeah. even know her name. <laughs> Sydney. Sydney Leathers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sydney is my sister, actually. You have a sister named Sydney. I do indeed. Yeah, I think with See? your Jamaican family, I could name about any name and be like, "Yeah, that's a half brother." <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be like a Donovan. You have Neville a big family. How many? How many um, half brothers, sisters, full brothers total do you have? 
I I couldn't know without like actively counting. There's a lot. Uh, you're, you're it's like over ten. I'm I'm totally serious. Yeah, maybe about ten, eleven. I don't know, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Do you know all of them? Um, no, probably not. Have I talked to all probably. of them? Maybe. Maybe. But but I I don't doubt that there aren't some who I don't know anything about. Yeah. Um, and there's at least one who uh, passed away before I before I was born. Oh, so. you really brought the yeah brought it down I there. I didn't mean to. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you if anybody. Has <laughs> I mean, it's just a situation where you've got when, once you've got the volume, there's going to be a tragic story or two. In yeah, there. that's actually so. we're talking about that today, weren't we? Yeah. We're talking about um, yeah. how in every family, it's the thing about having lots of kids because you have to look at your friends, look at your friends' families, look at famous mm-hmm. people, famous people's kids, and if there's like three, like once you get to three, like one's always kind of shooting. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. like you know if like. Two, you can have two like really good ones. You have three really good ones too, but they, it starts getting a little dicey when you're at four. So oh, Alec yeah. Baldwin's kids, by the way, <laughs> he's going to have like three that are just like prisoners, just all terrible. But yeah, especially if they're boys. I mean, like the, sh- the Schultz. Chip off the old block there. Yeah. Chip Schultz off. family, a um, couple of upstanding brothers, and then there's Bill. And there's Bill. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was really weird. I stepped over him on the way into the studio. Like, Is that Bill Schultz? A little bit early in the day for Yeah. Him. He was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like I gave him like a, a, a sack of Jewia. <laughs> <Kept walking. laughs> so those are real coins, man. Oh man. Um, so what's going on? So you have, you've missed, uh, what was, what was, uh, were you in Peru or in Chile? I was in, I was in Chile. I, I went South by Southwest. I was there for about 24 hours, managed to get a very bad haircut and do a very good panel at South by Southwest and then left there to go to Chile for a shoot, um, for the show that I'm working on. And uh yeah, I was there for hey, what, four days, with, uh, nights, something like that. You were with uh, our uh, yeah, mutual our friend, friend uh, yeah. uh, producer. How, everything go well? Yeah, everything went great. I mean, he's a fucking professional. He's good. I don't he's good. know what I'm doing. Um, yeah, he knows we, we had doing. a good crew. We went to uh, to the Atacama, which is my second time there. It's one of my favorite places on earth. And we visited Adorama, um, the Jewish uh, <laughs> no. hammer store in Midtown. No, no, the oh. Atacama, the, oh, oh. The, one of the driest places on Earth, uh, boasts some of the darkest night skies on Earth. And we visited the Alba Observatory, Alba, um, not the Alba, the Alma Observatory. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm still recovering a little bit. And they have um, the largest uh, radio telescope observatory on Earth, and it is also really high altitude. So when we visited all the telescopes like and stuff we had to like use oxygen i was dizzy actually yeah, yeah, <laughs> nearly yeah. passed out the first time and they had to put me on oxygen really wow. quickly and we're checking my heart rate the entire time because i was uh apparently i got some issues but that's pretty out. common though right for people who go up in that yeah uh, they're, they're prepared for it i mean our sound man um came and we knew that there were you know potential issues there and we had thought we had done all the protocols but once they got him on site they determined that he couldn't go up so we had to what? make some changes on why the fly. what did they do Just like, a, like, like a preemptive yeah exam. i mean you got to see you got to do a medical exam once you arrive and if Holy your heart cow. rate is above a certain level like they won't let you go up um and then uh. once you go up they check you again um to be doubly sure how high up uh, is this shit that's crazy it's it's high. I'd got to. I'd have to check um, like, the numbers again. Did you still pay the dude? Substantial. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because we had to do some stuff. Yeah, we had to do some stuff at lower climbs as yeah. well. Um, right. But no, it was great. It was a really cool shoot. the The only unfortunate thing is that it was uh, the Atacama. It almost never rains, and there's generally no cloud cover. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but we picked the several days in the year where it rains. 
Uh, well, so for shooting, you need cloud cover is great. Like it's the best. Yeah. Thing you can get. Yeah, yeah, but not at night when what well, you want is yeah, to shoot yeah. the stars. Yeah, and that's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was a bit of a challenge um, and a bit of a letdown for me. But that's just another excuse to go back. But it was great. I got all my um, United upgrades. So shouts mm-hmm. out to them for United. taking care of me with the Fucking late flies. Flat. United, it's necessary. Oh. Hey, that's hey. United sucks. It was direct from as, as direct as it gets because you got to go to Santiago and then call oh, yeah, you get the connection. Take it. Did you but take my little flat. puddle jumper? I had my lay flat. So, and they were fine. Um, yeah, it's a tiny, not so tiny, but they have uh, like two um, two national airlines that do all of the domestic flights for the most part. So That shit's scary. They actually have like a lot of mining um, operations out there. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so the flights yeah. are filled um, to the brim to all these regional sites and they go out like almost every hour and virtually everyone on the plane um, has a white. some sort of paraphernalia. <laughs> no, <laughs> they have a paraphernalia from the mining companies that they work for. Yeah. Um, which is kind of funny. Colonial um, industries. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to extract your resources and give you nothing. Yeah. 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 Right. It is yeah. funny though, how much of that culture, cultural stuff like is just universal. Now um, a guy I met at the uh, observatory, super nice guy who was taking good care of us um, has lived his entire life either in South America or Europe and, you know, pronouns in his bio. And there were conversations there about like diversity and equity and inclusion. It is a worldwide phenomena at this point. In places where you have romance languages or Latin languages. It's impossible. It strikes me as crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is male or female. Everything is gendered. Yeah. 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 And the genders don't always make sense. I mean, like in German, which I always think is hilarious is that, you know, bikini is masculine. Dare bikini, and well, because you want the dudes to hold the boobs. Yeah, well, like like a <laughs> uh, uh, woman is is neutrum is like nude is like uh, das Mädchen. In fairness, Germany's yeah. a little bit special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is. That's yeah, the only the one. only one that What's doesn't take a gender or any um, pronoun is uh, anything Jewish. They just don't even talk about it. We're not talking about it. Scat is like male or female. It's 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 just a national uh, pastime. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Germans. Oh, Oh, can I just say something? um, Yeah. Quickly, I want to tell everybody a movie to watch. I I like. I I always hated doing this in the past, but now I when I mention these things, um, people watch them. Yeah, and uh, I always get really good responses i'm trying to find the name this is directed by a um ukrainian director who made a a film that i really liked and he does these really weird movies in which there's like documentaries but they there's no um there's no voiceover it's just archival and he did uh this movie i think it's called the trial and it's about a stalinist show trial in ukraine in like the 1930s and hmm. um, he just takes all the footage of of this um, trial and just shows it. And just subtitles and the rest of it. And it's p- fucking bizarre. Wow. And it's, Is it, really it's a real good. trial? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the so footage had, is amazing. The, he had to get it from footage that was repurposed to make it look like a, like a show trial looks, I presume. No, it's, it is literally just show trial footage that was shot by the Soviets. Like, there are people confessing. Huh. But, and it's, it's oh, okay, All right. So yeah. it's just a documentary. And I'm trying to find this dude's name. He's... He's done. He did one on the. Um, it's all history based stuff. He did one on the 
Lithuanian uprising in 1990, mm. uh, which is really good. But this is one that I, I it's something, something destruction. I'll, I'll get the name of the film, but it is one of the most stunning things I've ever seen. And I know it's probably going to get a lot of criticism or has already. Um, but it's about area bombing during the second world war, but it's, hmm. it's all footage from Germany and I've never seen any of this. I have seen a lot of stuff. I've never seen any of this. And it just starts with, you know, on the ground in Germany. It's just like people hmm. living their lives, Nazi flags in the background, just people going about. And it's like, it's, it's kind of like man with the movie camera, the Soviet movie or uh, Berlin symphony of the city, which is all just like, that was like, those were in both in the twenties. Just showing the the kind of pulse of a city with no voiceover. And it's just like, this is amazing. And then all of a sudden is the firebombing of Hamburg in 1943. And it just goes up to the sky. And I've never seen this footage before. And it is astonishing, like terrifying. And it's just about the destruction of German cities by the RAF and the United States Air Force. And, you know, Bomber Harris's idea of area bombing the footage of these bombs dropping, and of course, you know, the, you remember the joke people used to make, like, you know, obnoxiously about uh, smart weaponry during the Gulf Wars when it started, like, oh, smart bombs, it's like playing a video game. It's like, if you see how dumb these bombs are, and area bombing is just to terrorize the city. I mean, that's the point of it. Intentionally it's dumb. Inten- that's the idea. It's not hitting targets. There are plenty of times when the Allies, tons of times, when they go out and they hit a ball bearing factory you know, in Schweinfurt or something, or, you know, the V2 rocket things in Penamunda or something, whatever it might be, railroad exchanges. This was designed to terrorize the population. And there's a lot of good debates about this. Intelligence Square did a very good one um, in like 2013 or 14 uh, with, uh, I can't remember, was it Gordon Craig, uh, Anthony Bevor, like all these historians talking about, was this morally acceptable? Was it right to do so? And A.C. Grayling starts by saying, no, it's, you know, he's a moral philosopher and it's a really, really good. And I've always been on the side that, yes, this was um, necessary and unfortunate, but, you know, breaking the Germans was an important thing. You're saving a lot of lives. I don't know what I think about this anymore. I've changed my mind in a lot of ways over time, but watching this, and I know that people are going to watch this and say, you're not showing what the Germans themselves are doing in the East uh, to Joyce. And, And that's all true, right? But this is just specifically uh, innocent people. Uh, and I get you can have that argument that nobody's innocent in Nazi Germany. That's a different argument to have. But it is the most haunting uh, film I've seen in a very long wow. time. I mean, really powerful. Mm. No one's no voiceover, nothing. Just, but there's a great minute, like about 30 minutes in, you see this the first night of the bombing of Hamburg and then goes to the next morning. The footage incredible. I have no idea where he got this. It's really intense. And then it goes to a factory of like really working class British people making Lancaster bombers, showing them making all the very precision pieces and putting them together and just see all these things coming across the assembly line and then back out to just completely pummel the city. And I think in in, um, 80,000, something like that died in like three nights of firebombing of Hamburg, like people were just burned alive. And particularly if you were in underground in a uh, bomb shelter, these were there's fire bombing, so it sucked all the air out of these underground places and just like vaporized people. And the footage of just dead people in the streets, it is like it's just really haunting. And you're like, I hate Nazis, and I hate. And my my um, great uncle was a bombardier, 
and flew a lot of Boeing missions over Germany. And, you know, I was always fascinated by this. And, you know, I think that was one of the reasons that I went to great lengths to say that I think this was an okay thing to do. But watching this really shakes you up. It kind of scrambles everything. And you're like, wow, this is seeing it and seeing the the response. And then it's kind of tempered because you see like a swastika flag and you're like, oh, yeah, well, fuck you, you know? Mm. Uh, mm. But it's just um, – I have to find the name of this movie. It's Malcolm like, <clears throat> Gladwell had a book out about a year and a half ago. Yeah, the Bomber uh, Boys or something. Yeah, which um, looked at the use of bombing, and I think it was more in a post uh, World War II context, and like Curtis LeMay and yeah, and Bomber Harris and stuff. It's called the Natural History of Destruction, um, hmm. and the guy's name is uh, Sergei Loznitsa, who's um, who's um, uh, Ukrainian, and it's two thousand three. 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, the Natural History of Destruction, I think is a Seabold book, I think is where that comes from. Where but did you watch it, Moynihan? I, I, I downloaded it. and Because oh, okay. uh, I saw a reference to it, and I was like, how do I not know this? And I was like, oh my God, that's the guy that made the trial film. And I know that this is somebody who doesn't make, like it's, it's the most interesting way of making a documentary because nobody's thumbing the scale except for visually. I mean, you can always thumb the scale. It reminds me of uh, Apollo. What's it called? It was Apollo Eleven, right? Yeah, the, yeah, great, right. Like, great uh, show us this. Mm. Right now, we have a lot of footage. Yeah, show us the footage and let us experience something cinematically. Um, and it ends up having a more indelible uh, impression. For sure. And telling me all the time uh, which way I should think about it. Right? Yeah, and that's you definitely are not. <laughs> you're not guided in that in that way. Yeah, he did. Oh, he also did the Stalin uh, film, 2019 which is two hours and 15 minutes. It's called State Funeral. It's literally just Soviet footage of Stalin's funeral. Two hours and 15 minutes of it. It's incredible. Wow. It's really incredible. But the other one is called The Trial, and that is also 2019, and that's uh, The Economist Engineering Trial. These economists and engineers in 1930 who are accused of being wreckers and um, counter-revolutionaries. And it is like Darkness at Noon in the sense of you can – drive people to a point of, I mean, it's completely invented, like wildly invented. I mean, even like, I know that people are watching that. It's like unbelievable to them in the same way that when Saddam Hussein took power in 1979, that very famous video where he's denouncing people and they're being taken out back and shot and everybody else is cheering and they're cheering, hoping that they're not going to be the people to take it out and shot next. Yeah. And of course the people who remain are the ones who are supposed to go out and shoot them, which is ended up what happening. But you can tell that the people don't believe this. Right, they're they're watching this trial and clapping and and like it's just this bizarro, and it's it's a very kind of slow moving but really haunting in the same way. But I would I would recommend this guy's films because there's no no voiceover. It's just I think he's made a dramatic film too. But all these documentaries are really they're mostly about the Soviet Union, and this one's about Nazi Germany. But it's man, what a film! What and, a and really to be good clear, film. by download this mean you mean via. Completely legal, totally legitimate means. Uh, I I sent him uh, Bitcoin. Powerful friends. (laughs) I have powerful (laughs) friends. You know, I I can always get review copies of things. Put it that way. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I would recommend it. Um, And and I don't know if it's in – I think it maybe had a theatrical release in like uh, 10 theaters or something. Yeah. It looks like Um, it's impossible to get at the moment. It's not easy to get. (laughs) Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I don't know, I, but you know, I, I went in and saying, keep it on your radar, keep it on your radar yeah. when it comes, when yeah. it comes out. Um, is it not, is it not uh, widely available? I don't, I don't see it any place. Natural history of destruction. Yeah. No. Yeah. WGC Bald's book. 
inspired by his book. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe not downloadable. Okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe it's not. It's still worth seeing. Somehow. Still worth seeing if you can go to the Chicago International Film Festival where it's playing, <laughs> which is definitely where I saw it. <laughs> Shouts out to Chicago. Yeah, yeah, Chicago. Yeah. If there's um if a film's that is this good, by the way, uh, and I get uh, my hands on it, when it does become available, I always buy it. Because this guy deserves your money. Yeah. Anyway. Um that's my recommendation for the day. Good. We have a bunch of email, including good. one uh that's pretty good from the jump about the Silicon Valley Bank, which we haven't had Camille on the record talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, mean, wow. I still don't really know what's going on. That's so. fine. Uh, but <laughs> but this will uh, set us up in a, in a... All your friends are being bailed out by the government. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> Good. That's all you need to know. The to government watch. doing what it should do, finally. <laughs> this is uh, Sean. Hello, gentlemen and Moynihan. I'm pleased to report that I am certainly not sober, uh, thanks to, among other things, the bottle of monkey shoulder... Oh, wow. Highly recommended. <laughs> Usually how banks collapse. I've, people are drinking monkey shoulder. <laughs> I've been sipping on this evening. I love the show and I'm proud to support your work, et cetera, et cetera, to get down to business. I have concerns about the recent unpleasantness with Silicon Valley Bank. Long story short, in addition to my day, do- day job as a psychology professor, uh, I'm not even drunk yet. I am a co-founder of a tech startup. We started in 2018 and have been quite successful. Unfortunately, we made the mistake. Of keeping all the money we have raised and earned. Are you serious? <laughs> With Silicon Valley Bank. Oh, for God's sakes, no. And yeah, our accounts balance was well above 200 Yeah. Needless to say, last weekend was Although insanely stressful. Have been protected anyways, but <clears throat> yeah. I, 250K would be protected now. It looks like everybody's protected. So yeah. you should, I'm not too worried, <laughs> unfortunately. No, I didn't say unfortunately. I don't want him to be... To be hurt, but uh, last yeah. weekend was insanely Weird. stressful for myself and my co-founders, as well as our employees and investors. Upon learning that the government had effectively bailed out SVP account holders, I was, for obvious reasons, relieved that my company was no longer in jeopardy and that we wouldn't yeah. uh, have to entertain drastic measures, layoffs, a fire sale, etc. However, at the same time, I must acknowledge that government intervention to rescue SVP deposit account holders is inconsistent, to say the least, my own views on the proper role of government. Yeah. If I tilt my head and squint, I can probably make a case for bailing out SVB customers based on the fact that bank runs are a collective action problem, institutional knowledge among account holders is limited, blah, blah, blah. But this seems to me, as a social social psychologist, like motivated reasoning at its worst, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, holding myself <laughs> all right, I get it. to a relatively severe standard, I might say that my experience with SVP should encourage or even force me to confront the weaknesses or even contradictions of my own libertarian-ish ideology. At the same time, however, I can easily entertain the SVP saga as an argument for building up trust in banks and how that trust could be built without government intervention. For example, private insurance of deposit accounts could certainly be a thing. True. Yeah. In short, I have no idea what to take away from this experience, even while sober. Any thoughts on this conundrum? Feel free to respond by calling me a cheap hypocritical asshole with no principles whatsoever. Best wishes. Fuck you and keep up the good work. No, I don't call him, uh, you know, unprincipled in any way. I mean, this is a yeah. lot of money. Hypocritical? Yeah. No, I don't think so. You know, I, I think is like, like minor hypocrisy is small. Hypocrisy.